Someone's asking about the Mr. Irrelevant. And what I've got my sight set on is Mr. Irrelevant. When I first got it, you're thinking, man, Mr. Irrelevant. Man, I don't want to be that guy. Good afternoon. Welcome back to Mr.'s Relevant, an NFL podcast on Brooklyn Rebound Network. I am your boy, Padre, your quarterback. I'm a nice soothing tone today in the ice cube. In the cube. It's not really the ice cube today. It's pretty warm in here. Oh no, it's it's it's, it's quite warm, yes. It's a nice lighting as well. Yes, we got a nice soft light. That's probably why I'm talking like this. NPR style. Yes, NPR. Uh, the, and I'm trying to pull an NPR show, can't, don't know what any of them are. Invisibilia. <laughs> That's a show, Invisibilia. Yeah. On Invisibilia, it's, well, this, the football season's about to be Invisibilia in just a few weeks, because we're almost at the damn end. It's, it's, the, it's conference round, rather. Sunday, two games, and then only the Super Bowl after that. And it's very sad. Somber tone in, in the cube. I mean... Don't cry because it's over. Smile because NBA season goes into full force shortly thereafter. Yeah, well, yeah, well, I'm not really good about I'm, that right now either. I'm looking forward to baseball. Uh, the season's been weird. Yeah. We're, we're getting the final four that we deserve. <laughs> I couldn't be more excited about it, but... The ones that we, that, that we deserve, maybe, but the, that you predicted, Young Spooky, we did get that. Oh, yeah, it's your boy, Young Undefeated. Uh, Wait, as I was that. last week. Mm-hmm. Four, no. And of course, the reserved Chiefs and Marv over there, not happy with the, the spread we have. At all. This sucks. Um, I'm, I'm the opposite end of the spectrum, while Eric is, you know, the extreme. Yeah, can we, like, we had this conversation off air, but mm-hmm. I, uh, if it's okay with our quarterback, kind of want to get into this. You want to see Steelers Patriots mm-hmm. again, and I, like, I couldn't be less interested in another Steelers-Patriots matchup. I've seen the, the Steelers get their asses handed to them over and over again for the last 10 years. Like, I'm just done watching Steelers-Patriots. I'm so excited that there's a new team with players I haven't seen play the Patriots. See, the difference is that <clears throat> it's Blake Bortles playing the Patriots. If it was any other team, if it was, uh, it, or if it was, if it was the Jags playing the Titans, I'd be okay with that. Because it'd be two different teams, and and if it was the Chiefs playing the Patriots, I would be okay with that. But I just have n- absolutely no faith in Blake Bortles whatsoever. I know the defense is great. I just don't have faith in it. And not to mention, the Patriots never faced the Steelers at full strength. Every time the Steelers play, they get bit in the ass because it's Patriot magic. God is a Patriots fan, or something. Or Tom Brady sold his soul to the devil. It's more know. more accurate to say the latter, I believe. I agree. But every time it's either Lev Bell goes out first quarter, Antonio Brown goes out first quarter, one of them doesn't play, Big Ben is hurt. It's always something. They never played with their full deck against the Patriots' full deck, and it it's a bummer. But, I mean, I feel like that's – yeah, let's hold off on talking Jags specifically right now because we're going to preview that. But just in terms of the, the Steelers' pass matchups – 
you're mostly talking about. I mean, you're you're talking about Love Bell and Antonio Brown. This is this is the Steelers of the past four or five years, right? I mean, who back in the, even not, before that and like the Heinz Ward era, what what have you? They still always right. lost to the Pats. So yeah, but I'm not talking about that. To me, those Steelers, I hated those Steelers teams. I couldn't stand them because they weren't fun. They were defense first, and and Heinz Ward isn't the most likable player, and their quarterback Just putting it mildly, right? And their quarterback before you know when Brady first started kicking their ass was. Fucking Cordell Stewart, so you know what I'm saying. Like, it, it's yeah, I'm not I'm not that. yeah I'm not referring to that. I'm referring to this new batch of Steelers, which is we had, you know, they're they're offensive juggernaut. They're a fun team to watch. The killer bees, I've heard them called. Right. I'm so tired of that. That's, so that's too corny. That, that's what I'm referring to. I'm not necessarily referring to you know back when Brady was beating them in in the early 2000s. But I get it. I get but it. it's just like a whole chain of like like the. They really ha- I would have to look it up specifically, but I really think they only have the Steelers only have like one win against the Pats in like ten years or something crazy like that. I think they're one for the last ten. Okay, games. maybe that's what it is then. Uh, well, that's almost te- probably ten years because that, they don't play each other every year necessarily. Yeah, the same I would imagine division. The one, they play in the playoffs, but right. The know. one thing I will say is uh, they. Um, so this is a change. If Blake Bortle manages to do this, it'll be. Amazing in the AFC. I think since dating back to two thousand and one, it's been either Brady and the Pats, Big Ben and the Steelers, and or Peyton in either the Colts or the Broncos. The only time it was different was Joe Flacco, the elite Super Bowl MVP. The only time Joe Flacco. So so yes, I get it. You know, new blood. That's great. When was the last time that none of those quarterbacks were in the? The finals, meaning the conference finals, like the AFC conference finals. Um, I, like, I has what, it ever happened in a decade? Two thousand, the year two thousand. I mean, that's crazy. It's two thousand eighteen right now. Yeah, and then the year two thousand was the Ravens too. So it's still you know still that same franchise. Yeah, but I guess we're talking quarterbacks here. Right, but you know, and, and Flacco was that was the exception to the rule, so that doesn't really count. Yeah, but, yeah. So um, I guess you would go back to either two thousand and ninety nine when it was McNair and the Titans or Flock. Um, I'm sorry. Who, who Trent Dilfer and and the and the, and the Ravens yeah Trent fucking Dilfer <laughs> yeah. Trent Dilfer versus Carrie Collins what and this mean? is what this year reminds me of to be honest I think it's just uh, you know. I think the quarterback okay quarterback play in general is up like way up from where it was in that era um, and I think the quarterbacks of this like group like it, eventually you're going to have to give Case Kingdom some credit. Even even being a Packers fan, like he has played well. No, he has, he has. Uh, but even in that, at the end of that game, I was like, like these dudes aren't Rex Grossman. Blake Bortles might literally be Rex Grossman, <laughs> but I mean, he can he has running skill at least, which Grossman didn't have. Yeah, um, yeah, he's, and that's because this is a different age, like yeah. you spoke. Yeah, well, it is a different age that the quarterback plays up from that era, fifteen plus years ago. Also, it seemed like the quarterback was more important, although that's really not maybe not the case this year with the four quarterbacks we have left, right. or three of the four. So I, I just feel you know every every couple years we have these type of seasons, or not every couple years, maybe every six seven years that it's going to be that one quarterback that wins the Super Bowl. It's like wait, what? You know, mm-hmm. it happened with I mean, we're on, happened we're on course for it. Yeah, it's been Tom Brady, Russell Wilson, or Peyton Manning every year since then. Rogers, Drew Brees. Both those wins were before the Flacco game, though. Yeah, were they? Yeah. Yes, you're right. Um, so, After Eli, but before Flacco. Yeah. yeah, Eli also. If we're talking like right, no, that's Eli, what I'm saying. Not, Rogers, not, Rogers not among the ranks of those. Yeah. Uh, both of those were in between Eli's two wins. Yeah, the Rogers and the uh, and the Brees, but. 
Yes, yeah, poor Drew Brees. I, I felt bad for him, but... Um, I felt bad for the whole getting season, to the other game. That, was, yeah. that was rough. I thought the Vikings were going to blow it in the Vikings fashion. So did I. Yeah. I still think they will. But well, I thought they were going to blow it in very Vikings fashion where they had the lead, left too much time, and blew it. Let's, um, even though I just started bringing that up, actually, I'm going to backtrack. and let, Let's go through all the games from, from the divisional round. Save that one for last. It was last anyway. It was the craziest. Yeah. So... Started with Falcons at Eagles, which I was just saying to young, uh, young undefeated before we started recording. Like I can barely even. I'm having a hard time even remembering this game too much. It was Saturday, it was yeah. the first game. What was what were the big highlights from here? Obviously, Nick Foles and the Eagles ended up winning. It was like fifteen to ten. Or, uh, it was fifteen like a weird ten. Score. Fifteen mm-hmm. ten. Yeah. yeah. So major highlight for me. Um, I was cooking again. So I made like a dope vegan buffalo uh, chicken dip with my friend because she made the chicken one for like the the whole group. Uh, there was that. Um, How's it vegan chicken? It's like a, a fake chicken. What? Uh, yeah, uh, there was like a tempeh. Okay. What do you dip in that bad boy? Chips, crackers, you know, standard. Okay. Nothing, nothing too wild. They had those, uh, those good ass blue corn chips. Yeah. <laughs> so like that game was really fun for me. Um, because you paid because you were making zero dip. attention. <laughs> no, it like it <laughs> sucked. Chips. I was tired of watching it. And I helped my friend cook. Like, it's whatever. Um, yeah, the Saturday games were definitely a uh, subpar to the Sunday yeah. ones, but the Sunday I mean, ones were good, in my opinion. At we'll least the, the Eagles-Falcons game was close, you could say that. Yeah, there was that whole bit at the end where the Falcons might have won. If Julio like, doesn't drop the ball, yeah, you, I you keep drop telling you, man, he's not, he's not the best. He's no. he's great, but he's not. I think we can all agree that Antonio Brown is the best receiver in the league I right agree, now. Yeah. <clears throat> but I don't even think he's number two, Julio. Who would you say is better than him? Odell? Hopkins... Okay, yeah, Hopkins for sure. More consistent. Yeah, Odell. And has worse quarterbacks and more very multiple quarterbacks. Right, so I I, I would put Julio four or five range, maybe. Totally respectable. Right. Yeah, no, that's great. I just just feel like sometimes, you know, people make him out to be more than he actually is because they traded a lot to get him, et cetera, et cetera. To be fair, he's fucking unreal just sometimes. Yeah, no, he he doesn't deliver. But, right, like, I know that their offense has been a mess all year in the red zone. Steve Sarkeesian cannot come back. This year. I, you would think, right? But wow, wow! Like if, I mean, it, it was a crazy play at the end of the game. Ryan throws it up, kind of like fuck it. We don't have any other. You know, I got to get rid of this ball, and it goes right through his hands. And I mean, I and that's just like that's I, exactly it wasn't. A, it was a tough play, right. but you know, if he ca- if he catches it, maybe come, maybe it's us now. And that's exactly, I think, narratively anyway, why the Falcons lost the fucking Super Bowl after having a, like, 25-point lead. Yeah. Like, they they get down there. They have a chance to win the game. They don't have any plays. Yeah. They, they don't have a single play that they yeah. can run. Ryan got sacked twice. Weird too they, they ran, like, it was just a mess. Like, we know, we know as a culture, and they have to know as coaches, that the goal line fade does not work. It, like, at best it's a 50 50 ball every time and you're gonna catch those maybe maybe 25 percent of the time it does not work you have to have goal line plays i don't know why they were in that situation in the first place like and again like they just don't plan for shit they, they're super disappointing every year yeah i mean if you look at the game though like the game flow you could you could make an argument that the eagles should have won a lot more than they did they had two fumbles Led the short fields for Atlanta again. It, like, their defense yeah, really of course. showed up. The Eagles, that is. Yeah, yeah. It was and even Atlanta's, because they, they got turnovers. They won the turnover battle and still lost the game. So the parts of the game that I was game. watching, uh, their backup uh, 
their backup left tackle. They just did the same thing to him that the Cowboys did to Tyron's backup when we played them. Like, they gave him no help, and he kept getting clowned. Um, so that was the major... Like, that and just, like, the linebackers and corners are, like, fine at guarding. Uh, and Nick Foles is not a good quarterback. Like, that was the major problem I was seeing. Like, I'm not, I'm not like, some, like, he had, analyst. Check he that, fumbled. I am. <laughs> he fumbled and then fell on top of his own fumble. Yeah. Right. And that, then the, they scored the touchdown. But mm-hmm. if he fumbles and loses that ball, I, I think that would have been the kill shot. Like, you're at the one. Yeah, absolutely. You got this. And, you know, I think that changed the game, that he fell on his own fumble. I mean, yeah, you know, that was the the biggest play that he did. He didn't turn the ball over because of that. Yeah, well done. What's yeah. strange to me? He threw one really, really nice pass. <laughs> Which one was <laughs> that? I don't I saw. It was in the sometime in the third quarter. It it was ultimately inconsequential. Okay. What's strange to me, getting back to the Falcons, though, is like early in Ryan's career, he had a, all kinds of like he was the biggest uh, QB in the league. It seemed that coming back, like game winning drives, you know. Mm-hmm. And Julio was there too, obviously. Yeah, those right now. Seasons. Now these now that like especially in this game here at the end, it seemed like could have done that and it didn't didn't happen. Like what's? It's not just Sarkeesian because like it was, even with um. I mean, it might be it might be team wide that just like they were not prepared for a moment, just like they weren't prepared for the moment last year, just like they were not prepared uh, for the moment three years ago when Seattle like beat them yeah. like miraculously. Uh, it just like. They don't have anything ready for these weird situations, and uh, this is why people always talk about coaches like Belichick and, um, you know, Popovich, Steve Kerr, like those like top level coaches. They are ready for anything, and it seems like the Falcons are ready I don't know for if nothing. I'm willing to put Steve Kerr in that, but yeah, um, I, I was thinking the same. But I get the point. Uh, so the question remains then, because if you look at their offense on paper, it's like, oh, this is le- they're ready. Like they don't have they don't have any missing the other thing or pressing about needs. About their offense, I just I'm remembering now about this game. Devontae Freeman did not look either. He did he was like unhealthy or he just wasn't getting it done. Yeah, there was too much Devin right. Coleman mm-hmm. for for no, there should have been more Coleman. Yeah, I Coleman think, did his because he was doing well when he came in. There's too much Freeman. It sucks to say because he's one of my favorite players. Honestly, yeah. he scored on a pass. He wasn't. Um, getting it done in that game they're stopping him i think i thought he looked hurt but i mean it could also be like i mean again i i have not watched tape i just remember the game it could also be just like (laughs) you're a basic ass offense like we know what you're gonna do when uh freeman's in the game we know what you're gonna do when coleman's in the game uh and they were just like prepared to sell out and stop what they were going to do with freeman um, I can absolutely see that being the case, and that's total conjecture. Listener. They're both run past guys, though, so, I mean, that or, or, or you know, past catchers as well as straight-up yeah. I mean, runners. So, well, I don't know if they're going to do. He I, said after the game, they came out and said that he was playing with uh, strained uh, MCL and, okay. and ACL. So. Then why was he playing in the division? Or at least playing so much, getting so many right. carries. I mean, well, that's the thing. He he caught a touchdown. You know what I mean. And I I don't mind yeah. having him in the game, but it's it's true what Drew says. You got to play Tevin Coleman there more, especially because looking at their numbers, they both had ten carries. Uh, Freeman ran for seven yards. Coleman ran for seventy nine yards. You know what I mean? Like maybe give Coleman fifteen carries and give Devontae five. Or, well, and then, you know, like especially you could see this in the first half. What was happening with right. them? So and this isn't like retrospectively like. It it's just like it was uh like last year. But yeah in the Super Bowl. Yeah, it, right. They're doing the exact opposite of what we know that they need to do. Like right. we the, the, the viewers who do not know the playbook. Yeah, you're right. You're right. That's what I was gonna say. You're both right. Because 
And the Super Bowl was like, wow, give Freeman the ball more. He is torching the Patriots. Yeah. And they didn't. So, yeah. yeah. Maybe it is and a coaching. And they need clock in that game, which in this game, obviously, was completely different game flow. Um, all right. Well, Marv, we were both wrong. We had the Falcons. We, yep. We, we thought that was. All right. Why, what was your main reason for picking the Eagles again? I don't remember. Defense. All right. From, yeah, from last week's pod when you selected it. So, I want to ask, but, you know, I know we're going to talk about that game later. But the Vikings, or, or you know this this week's matchup, Eagles yeah, yeah, Vikings. Yeah. But do you think the Eagles lucked out having to face the Vikings instead of the Saints? I think that the difference between the Saints and Vikings offense is actually uh, smaller than the difference between the Saints and Vikings defense. I think they did end up getting the short end of the stick having to face the Vikings. That defense was fucking incredible against one of the league's best offenses last week. Not in the second half. They allowed a comeback in the second half. They allowed 23 that what they what the Saints the Saints scored all of their points in the mm-hmm. second. To a first ballot Hall of Fame. And what would have been a game winning drive in right. most cases as well. Right. Up. They got bailed out obviously, but um I don't want to tip my pick necessarily, but I would probably say the Saints and Vikings would both be fa- – and they, they will would have both been favored in this game, right? Yeah, they will yeah, both be. But uh, I, I kind of think it would have been better for the Eagles to face the Saints because we know Drew Brees outdoors so with that defense. You know what I mean? Like, I I think the Eagles and the Vikings, they're, like, staring at each other in the mirror. They're kind yeah. of essentially the same kind of yeah. team. So I, I also think, like, that Saints defense has been punching above its weight all season. Uh, like – they defied expectation, but that expectation was that they had no right to be as good as they were, uh, just based on like the youth of these pieces, and which then reared its head like in the worst possible moment. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think the Eagles would have had a much better time against the Saints. Maybe I think they would have lost anyway, but or I I do think they would lose to either of these teams. Yeah, yeah. and that's why it's so disappointing to, still to about, the, about the about the Wentz injury because. Like, everyone's making fun of her, just, like, commenting on the quarterbacks that are left. Yeah. But this game would be so much better if it was Wentz versus Keenum. Yeah, absolutely. It really would. But, well, we can't get always what we want. Uh, that's how that goes, right? I said that. those words in the right order. Yes. We can't get As, always uh, what, Keith want, what we want. All right. Uh, Titans at Patriots. This was not a good game, of course. It was okay for, like, was seven nothing quarter ish. Patriots but. magic worked. They they had the refs there for them, even though they didn't need them, and they came back and won. That's yeah. all there is to say about that game. And Romo's like uh, saying in the first quarter, like after the Titans scored, he's like, "Oh yeah, you can't count this team out or whatever." Is saying like you know, yeah, people thought this would be a walk for Brady, and then it, it was a walk. You know, yeah. within uh, half an hour of him saying that. Um, yeah, I mean, is there what, what what's to say here? Really, Titans were outclassed. Obviously, going into this, they I didn't think they should have even made the playoffs, which they they didn't want a game. But I mean, my favorite part of this game was like I was really close to winning Catan, but then I actually rolled and uh, gave my opponent, like one of my opponents, the resources she needed to beat me literally right before I could turn in and win the game. So, uh, so are we gonna like finally admit? I know you guys that are we're crazy. Just gonna ignore whatever Eric just said. Yes, I agree. <laughs> That's all to say that I didn't watch that fucking game. I know you guys are all attention. crazy about this Final Four. I'm a fan. Is this not the easiest route ever to a Super Bowl for the Pats? Yeah, for for who? any team ever. For Jacksonville, um, for ev- any Jacksonville team played the two top on teams. On paper, right? yes, I would say it is the easiest. For the in Patriots. my memory, yes. It is the easiest. It literally is. 538 has an article that's 
like with numbers it supports this. Well, the AFC like, is historically bad this season. Like as a, as a yeah, but if they pay, if they face the Steelers, then it's not, it's not the easiest route. Well, I mean, and that's facing my whole a team point. That beat the Steelers. I, like, I by get definition, it. they've been better. I get it. Beat the Steelers twice. I get handedly. it. I get it. But there were, this is any given Sunday argument. I don't think there. I still don't think the Jags are better than the Steelers, and they I, beat them twice. I actively do, and I done told you. <laughs> I don't. Um, and that my point is. I get it, the AFC was really bad, but then if they face the Steelers, then it's not the easiest walk to the Super Well, let's, let's just get into this Jack I mean, Steelers so you game. think, you yeah. think this ja- yeah, we yeah, we should At do that. At this point. Um, well, I'll I mean, it's the later. next game up on the slate anyway. Yeah. Do you so, think this Jags game is going to be easy for the Patriots? Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll get back to it. Right. I, I hope so, I'm wrong. I Eric, hope I'm jinxing them, but I don't think I am. You, young, undefeated, you got... You completed that namesake by picking the Jags correctly to be the You're goddamn right that I did. And... <laughs> What I mean, I didn't obviously think it was going to happen. I was pleased that it did, but it, it's uh, it didn't really happen the way you thought. I'm assuming, right? Uh, Not a quite. Shootout? I mean, I mean, yeah, I, I expected a much lower scoring game, but like I said on the I said last week, like you can run on the Steelers. They really miss Shazier. Their defense hasn't been the same since they lost yeah. him because it's. I mean, it's just like even the his backup was John, was Gimby, Lee. Like, uh, I've seen this. Hurt. Yeah, yeah. I, like I've seen this way. exact thing happen to a mediocre defense that was playing well. Like you, you lose your the quarterback of your defense. It's over. It's over. Um, Fournette is good. Uh, Yeldon, yeah, and he got hurt too. And he came back yeah. in, but Yeldon was torching them, man. He Their, was the Steelers' run Dave was poor. atrocious. It was bad. To like say the least, yeah. both backs and Bortles were running. They had that rookie yeah. getting carries too. Uh, he barely needed to throw the ball, uh, and then when he did, like there were lanes he was open, connecting mm-hmm. better. Yeah, because that killing goal, some people running. That that was the, the the kill shot, if you ask me. Like, the rookie, the yeah. touchdown. Yeah. That forty-six yard pass that it set him up for the for the fourth yeah, and goal and for that last. Because that pass looked really good. Like it did not look like yeah. Blake Bortles yeah, threw he, that pass. And 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 the receiver went up and he did his job. He's really good, actually, Keelan yeah. Cole. And he went up and got it. That to me was a kill shot because then it's like if you just stop them mm-hmm. at midfield. I mean, they did they a lot of stupid shit. All game, though. I mean, the, the Steelers did a lot of stupid shit. The, f- the know, first, like we, I could tell it's gonna be like, oh, this game might be interesting when the first, the, the, the first Jags to the ball first. Yeah. They drove down the field completely easily, like yeah. with little resistance, scored a touchdown. At that point, I, a couple minutes into the game, I was like, Steelers haven't touched the ball yet. I was like, you know, this could be interesting. Then, uh, then they got a, a big lead in the first half. Everyone's like, what's going on with the Steelers? Then the Steelers come back, but Pittsburgh to me, their offense. Yeah, they have these great players, but it's so feast or famine. Like they, they can, at any time they could they could stay in the game like this, even when they're playing bad. Because at any time, Brown or Bell can just you know Roethlisberger is able to get them the ball, and they they're both amazing pass catchers. Well, if it's they like can make great plays at any time, big plays. So like you can always stay in the game, or even Roethlisberger to Martavis Bryan at the end of the half. Right. There, they're just a basketball team. Their yeah. offense is like at at any like, at any given moment they could be like. Twenty points three, behind yeah. have to abandon their whole game game plan, yeah. and then it's just stars like backing down opposing guards that yeah, are like undersized true. every time. Big Ben uh, looked amazing, man. He looked so good, and like I'm ben going to miss. So Big Ben, he didn't take care of himself. He drinks during the season, drinks like <laughs> beer during the season. He he hit that hooker that one time. Watching him throw the football is at times like a unique pleasure. Uh, those passes to well, to Brown throwing up huge perfect. sacks of potatoes, like just hurling them. Yeah, more. it's yeah. like he's just like such a. And then that 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 backwards pass that was amazing. I've never mm-hmm. seen anything mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, he's that like good. running backwards, literally looking back. No one hits him. No one's touching him. He's just like, 
that. Fuck it. <laughs> I didn't know that was legal. Yeah, but that's what I was going to say for a second. I was like, wait, he can't do that. And I was yeah. like, oh, wait, he can do that. Fuck. It was, it was um, great. I mean, I, I don't mean, think the guys in the booth but, knew it was legal. Yeah. yeah. I, they did because that's how I realized. Like, um, I think they were told. I can't lie. Probably because Fouts is, is so terrible. They screwed, they screwed up not putting Roman. Yeah, Fouts is yeah. really dumb. But was, they, they, they did good because they called out the Steelers on their bullshit. But also, you know, like that play, like I didn't know that was legal and they said it right away. So yeah. that was a good But there was one play where, where Fouts, like, I think it was some, I don't even remember which team on what, but like someone, the, the pass didn't get there. Some one of the players knocked it away. And Fouts, like, said the wrong thing, like, three times of what happened before he finally got, they're showing the replay, like, He's like, oh, I think this guy tipped it. No, wait, oh, I think he just dropped it here. Oh, no, wait, no, this guy came in. I kind of do. Yeah, he and Troy Aikman have to go. Oh, so bad. Now that we got rid of uh, John Gruden and Phil Simms, like, he and Troy Aikman are next. Oh, yeah, it's true. I didn't really, I mean, obviously, Romo replaced him, so I didn't really think about how he's not calling games. Yeah, definitely don't miss him. Um, But, yeah, but what we're saying, these these big plays that, that keep him in it, but they didn't really deserve to win the game, and they obviously didn't at the end. I thought they were going to steal it. I can't lie. I did, when too. They, I when mean, they came I, back I, in from the third half, quarter, yeah, me too. Yeah, I was like... Because they always do that. They, yep. uh, Patriots, losses aside, they're a team that always does that. Yeah. Much to my great chagrin, but... Yeah, not, man. Not I, this team. Not this team. I thought, I thought it was going to happen. I mean, I I'm, I don't give the Jags too much credit because, like I said, like everybody's telling me they have a shot this week, their defense is great, and I'm like, that great defense just gave up 40-something points, but yeah, they but did, it was these they did clamp down well, it's Minnesota, when, they, when it was a yeah, one-score And they got game. turnovers as well. That was the difference in the game. Again, Minnesota and get turnovers Jacksonville like both, like, they, they, they do have great defense, and they did give up a shit ton of points to, yeah. like, sometimes it just happens first ballot Hall of Famers. Yeah. And uh, that one interception lose. by, um, what's his name, by Miles Jack was amazing. It was a a great play. Yeah, oh, right, that was. was wild. It was. Um, and that put them in short distance to get a 14 nothing. And so. then the fumble, which made it 21 nothing. Yeah. It was, it's a bummer for me. I think they're going to get beat by the, I think they're going to get smoked, to be honest. It's just, I, I just don't see how Blake Bortles beats um, Tom. And I, I get it. Everybody's. You have to beat Tom. Everybody's. You have to beat that Patriots defense. Everybody, well, you, this defense has to stop Tom, and I don't think they can, because who does? I get oh, well, it. Everybody's saying. They have the architect just like the Giants did. They can rush with just four, drop yeah, everyone back. Tom Coughlin is the one, even though he's not the coach. Marone is, but he's the one who... Right. I get it. I see all those similarities, but I just I don't think they're going to stop the Patriots. I don't all see right. Well, we'll we'll get more into that in a minute, but let's let's close up the weekend. Saints and Vikings. What a game. First half was not a game at all. I was getting upset. Yeah. I was like, this game Seven, sucks. It was 17 zip, and, uh, I was Something like that, or 17-3. Yeah, Sloppy like, looking breeze. Wasn't fun to watch at the beginning, but then midway through the third quarter, so we came getting, it started turning things around, and then the end was just amazing. The last few minutes of the game, the, the Vikings had driven down to retake the lead, and then the Saints obviously have what should have been a game-winning drive. Yeah. Kick the field goal. Mm-hmm. Uh, are up or they're up two at that point or whatever or one. Yes. They're up one. And, uh, one. 24-23 gotcha. with 25 seconds left. Okay. And then the, and they lost. Keenum and, this, and the Vikings need a miracle and they get it. So They had two two miracles, to be honest. Cause what was the first one? Do you remember that duck that he threw to, to Thielen? Thielen came down. Thielen, uh, Marshawn Lattimore not only held, it was a pa- they called both a hold and a pass interference on Lattimore. Yes. 
on yes, Dylan, and Dylan still came down with the ball. He he That's wrestled right. it. He caught it. It was an amazing catch. Yes, I but did. it was a duck. It was literally I gotta get rid of this, or I'm gonna get hit, yeah. and then it's really over. Was that fourth down as well, right? I believe it was either fourth so, or third. I think it was both it was, of the plays came on third down. Yeah, it was it was a big, it, but it was a big down and. And he caught it, Dylan. That's much to me. That's props for Dylan, not really Keenum. I know you say I got to. Dylan's good. Well, Dylan all year has been the best. uh, Yeah, at least drafts are the best, most consistent. I think that like that was an official stat. Like for the year, he was the most efficient wide receiver, always catching the ball, whatever that's called. Um, I think that's the name of this stat. Okay, and they even say whatever or whatever it's called at that. Yeah, he's uh, he's ranked (laughs) number thirty six in most efficient receiver, always catching the ball. All right, and then, all right, the final play of the game was unbelievable. Jaws were dropped around the country. Yeah, sure, man. my own. I couldn't believe what I just saw. And then Diggs gets the game-winning touchdown. So Marcus Williams on the Saints. I do feel bad for this kid. Like Played, like, real well he, all game, too. Yeah, he had a pick. Made that, a single kept mistake them in the game. cost him a season. But the mistake was just so egregious that it boggles the mind how this happened because people are saying you didn't want to pass interference or which is still stupid anyway. That's still better than the giving the what they're gonna have to kick like a sixty-two yard field goal or something. No, I think that would have been in range. It would have been more like, a, range. like a forty. Yeah, but still, you want that over. But it's the, the Vikings the game kicking a field goal over game, right? Which never works for them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, half forward, not bad. They don't. They don't. Uh, he had missed one earlier. Yeah, he missed one in, earlier in that quarter, right? Yeah. No, at half. It, I think it was. Was a, it a far yeah. one? No, no. It was I'm like fifty-two. Sure. Well, he had made the one then before, before, um, you know, their last score before the end, obviously. So he and then that was like he made like a fifty-some yard one or something. Right? Yeah, they kept he stalling was, out. He wasn't like, right washing it, choking. Yeah, I, I think he would have made it. Yeah. But regardless, that that was somewhat of the excuse for Williams, like he was trying to avoid that. But like basically, what happened was he just like went down, avoided him completely, ran into his own, blocked his own player. Yeah, and yeah, like, that's the. That was so ridiculous. I really watched. I rewatched it like fifteen times. Like that. Right, missing the tackle isn't the worst thing that you can do. It was uh, horrible. It's the it was like nothing into worse his own player. There was no way to make it worse. Tackle. I yeah. I, yeah. So I mean, if he'd done it on purpose, that would be a little worse. It was horrible, man. Like he he went down. Like he wasn't even looking. He just he went down, probably closed his eyes, and was like, "I'm gonna take his legs out from under him." And it was just so stupid. Like, yeah. literally, just bear hug him. Yep. That's it. Yep. Wrap him up like the a game, normal tackle. The game is over. Yeah. And then, and then, even if you, even if he is to break out from your tackle, then the rest of your teammates will have Chase enough time to just come, fast, come around. But... Right. Like, it's just it was so stupid. I don't feel bad for him at all. Fuck <laughs> that. All right. I just feel bad for him on a human level because like. He, like he's a rookie too, obviously, and like his whole career is gonna get fucked because of this. Even if he ends up being a Pro Bowl caliber player, like I feel like this is always gonna haunt him. Like, cause it's such a huge thing. Like people were comparing it to Bill Buckner, ball through legs type of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah, like I, I, I do feel bad for him, but I feel bad for all the Saints because like, they should have won the game. I was rooting for the Saints the whole time, basically. And I'm fine with the Vikings winning. Ultimately, I'm probably rooting for them to win the Super Bowl now, on a personal level, but I wanted, I wanted to see Breeze versus Brady. That would have been the best uh, possible outcome at this point, which is no longer there. Would it have been the best? Um, because those guys are always in the mix. Like I'm, I'm, they're not I'm the really excited in the for Super Bowl, and he's never played Brady Bowl. in the Super Bowl, so that would have been good. I mean, yeah. It would have been better than Keenum versus Brady, which is probably what's going to happen, but 
Um, and th- that's the thing. That's what sucks about it is that they would have been favorites versus the Eagles. They are the f- they would have been the favorite to get to Super Bowl. So essentially, how do you not look at this like we would have? He cost us the Super Bowl essentially. Oh, trip too. No, it did. Yeah. Right. It, it, I mean, you can't look ahead like Lev Bell was doing, like like the whole but, Steelers. Yeah, doing, but but yeah. still, I mean, it probably would have worked out that way. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but I mean, something like that obviously doesn't happen even once a year, like something crazy like that. So it's it was still cool to see ultimately, and it yeah, was cool just to one see of those iconic yeah. moments in sports. Um, like the Vikings, but it was cool to see. Well, was, yeah, I can't even. I couldn't even up. lie. I told you guys. It was, it was cool. Case cool Keenum was like leading the crowd in that chant. Like that was like really got you pumped up. Like oh wow. Like well, that, if, if that you're a Vikings fan, you got to be so. I know. I know it's not good for you, Martin. But yeah. but as a, as an uh, objective observer, basically, mm-hmm. it was a cool moment. Um, as a pretty like serious consumer of football for the last 10, 15, 20 years. Uh, that's the first time I heard about, not even heard the chant, but heard about this chant. It's Skull, skull. right? I, yeah. I, I, get, I think I've heard. I've, I've heard, heard I've heard, but I don't. I don't exactly. Know I guess I like, and I, I like. I've always kind of liked the Vikings. I did not know this was a thing. And then the the horn and stuff. Like well, the people, horn I knew. Like people this are like real Vikings things. They'll like be historical. Vikings. Able to ask. Or, or to use a horn at the Super Bowl if they make the Super Bowl. Well, it's in. Oh, because it's in that. Well, yeah, that's the other. Uh, they're not. They wouldn't be yeah. technically the home team, though. Yeah. The oh, AFC yeah. is technically the home team this year. Wait, Why is there home teams in the no, Super Bowl? No, because we switch. Not because they won the. Mm-hmm. They switch every year. So last right. year, the Falcons were the home, technically the home. That's why they wore the Reds. And this year, the uh, the AFC gets to choose. So the AFC, uh, you know, basically is. The, the Patriots team. will wear their dark blues. Right. And the Jaguars will wear their black uniform, hopefully. Ugh, that disgusting uniform. We're gonna have to see. Yeah, well, so hopefully. yeah, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully we do get to see that. I'm um, rooting for them. I'm a big Jags fan this week. I wasn't last week. I haven't been ever, but this week. If they make the the Super Bowl, yes, you have. What the Jags? You you are a Jags super fan. No, I'm not. Uh, Marv's a Jags hater. He's a Vikings hater. So this isn't a good year for him. He's a Brady hater, obviously. Yeah. I guess you should cheer for for I'm the, rooting for the Eagles. For the I, want Eagles. See, I want to see Bortles, Foles in the Super Bowl. Well, they're Bowl. saying, so I was thinking, like, they should make Hoyer play over Brady in this game. to make it, Just to make it fair, right? To make it God, the, yeah. the quad effecta, is that a word, <laughs> of, of just the mediocre QBs. I mean, if they make it to the Super Bowl against Foles, Brady shouldn't get to play. I believe that. Uh, they're going to be playing Keenum and the Vikings, spoiler alert. But All right, well, we can... Uh, uh, oh, but yeah, like well, we kind of talked about it just now. But like that is crazy that the Vikings can play the Super Bowl and their actual home stadium, which has mm-hmm. never happened before. Never happened before. Um, nah. It's 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 something though. They have to go on the road before that. But I think that's probably yeah. better for them. Yeah, so they, so. won't, they won't. They uh, won't have that pressure. That add, I think that's added pressure. You know. Yeah. Knowing that, wow, we can come back here, host. We don't got to go anywhere. You know, we can stay home. Um, I think that would be added pressure to them in a game that, you know. I think that all the pressure is on the Vikings because they're going to be road favorites, and you know. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, that's the second game Sunday. The first one is the Jags, the Jaguars, versus the Patriots. I the think it should have been. The, I think that should have been the late game. Even though I, I think the Patriots will win. Uh, I'm surprised it's on early. I think it has to do purely with the network because that um, Fox always has the that Sunday noon game over Got CBS. It. So yeah, I, I believe that's why. Um, so Jags and Pats. Um, now last year, last year, 
Packers Falcons was uh, I think the early game, the NFC title game. It was on Fox though. Yeah, that was the early game. So, well, so I, they probably so what I'm saying is not okay. Maybe they alternate. But Fox does always have the slot. It does seem like. Well, no. What are you, like, Marvin saying last year? They last year, Fox had the early three o'clock game, and CBS had the later game. It was Patriots Steelers was that the the night game. Yeah, that's what he's saying. No. no, I was saying the opposite. I was saying Fox always has the later one. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, you're incorrect. You know what? Well, I'm thinking of, I am incorrect because I was thinking of when it's when it's like a one o'clock game and like a four o'clock game, but this isn't even the case here. Like, right. This AFC games are like three thirty or something. Yeah. So the, right. the, 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 the CBS saying. game, which is the AFC game, is at three this year. Fox probably game do is alternate at six. Then. Yeah. And last year was the opposite. Okay. Gotcha. That makes sense. They alternate because you want. Probably better ratings. I mean, there's going to be good ratings regardless, I think. I barely remember the playoffs last year. Oh, you were still in them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it, I, I had a feeling we would lose that game, but we were we made it to the championship game. That was nice. Um, well, Jags and Pats, you, I'm already over and saying some of the reasons that people think the Jags could win or it's not a mortal lock. I'm picking the Pats. I'm going to circle it right now, but... Um, what what are the reasons Jags could win? Let's let's think about it. Um, let's list them. So their front four, right? Their their the defensive line. They can rush Brady. They don't need help. They don't need mm-hmm, a blitz, mm-hmm. and that's really the way that you get to Tom. So that that's their to me that's the biggest reason that they have okay. a shot. Let's go around the circle. We'll just right. keep, we'll we'll take turns listing reasons till we run out. Eric, you you go for one. No one on the Patriots is going to be open. The Jags secondary so is great. down corners. Okay. How about Brady potential hand injury I've been hearing about? Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. Do you buy that? I mean, why would they? Okay, what advantage? It seems so inane and tedious to lie about something like that. Like, don't we just kind of have to believe that the player ran into his hand and now it feels wonky? Do I have to believe anything Bill Belichick says? No. Okay, but like, why would he lie about that? Like, I don't think he's. First, there's been a lot of things that I wonder. Why do they do what they do when they have, when they're the best? Like, the shit with the balls and whatever, and the videotape, and it's like, why do you do that? You're already great. What shit with the balls? The Deflate Gate. The balls, not balls. The balls. Oh, okay. Like it's like wh- why do they do uh, why do they do anything thing. you know what I mean like yeah. I I don't get it so you know maybe it's some weird shit that Belichick has I don't I don't necessarily believe though that it's an injury serious enough to cause any doubt is my point no I don't think I don't think so either what if it well here's okay so what if it is a real injury his hand is not feeling as well obviously he's playing everything and there's not and like Jackson that can't necessarily game plan for like a uh, gimpy hand or something but. Maybe he just has a little bit less on the throws, misses a couple of throws that he would normally make, and it's a close game. That that could affect the outcome if it's a real thing. Absolutely. Because if if it is a Belichick Brady trick, what I feel like they would, I feel like they wouldn't choose hand. Maybe maybe someone saw him getting hit on his hand, and that's why they did that. But I feel like that wouldn't be the go-to to try to confuse the Jags. Wouldn't it be something about his legs, or like he can't? He's even less mobile than normal. We'll be able to go after him more, or. Some some other thing where it's not like, where it's it could affect the defensive game plan more. What they're going to be do. fair, talking about Brady, when you say not mobile, which that's true. Are you I was talking thinking, about yeah, he's, he's never been mobile, but no, I mean like he's much more like not not mobile as in fleet of foot, but he's got like his timing and his footwork like 
it is significantly better now at age 40 than it was 10 years ago. Yeah. Okay, so maybe so maybe he's they would completely s- solved that problem for himself. So why wouldn't they s- say like, oh, he has a yeah he, he has a leg uh, thing. He's not gonna be able to. Yeah, maybe his timing screwed up. Point. And then the Jags might be like, um, all right, we're gonna blitz even more now. We'll we'll leave our we'll leave these guys one on one completely. We won't double team Gronk as much. Do you see how insane the then- Patriots make every human being? <laughs> we're out yeah. here. Do- we're we're out here, like. Making up conspiracies for why like this can't be true and what Bel- like Belichick possibly gains from like this lie. Yeah. Oh crazy. my god. Yeah. Patriots magic, man. No, Patriots he magic. he bumped his hand on somebody's shoulder pads and it feels bad now that, but he doesn't eat strawberries, so it's fine. Like his body's going to recover. Not he cannot be sunburned. Um. Okay. So. So those are three reasons. Is, yeah, are there do you want to go? Others? You want to circle it? Go around the circle again. What's something else? Uh, on the offensive side of the ball, Leonard Fournette is a really good running back, and he I can see him maybe you know gashing the Pats if they keep it close. What has been so we we knew about the Jags um, being better against the Pat uh, the Pats than the run. What what is the Pats defense like there? What are they better against? Uh, I don't have the stats in front of me. It seems like they've been better against, like, quarterbacks this season. They've been better against the pass. And it's because they've had a weak slate of quarterbacks that they've had. I think so. Yeah. So I don't know, like, how reliable those numbers are in, like, big game situations like this. But, I mean, speaking of those numbers, DVOA hates the Patriots' defense. They still think they're one of the worst in the league, despite the fact that they've given up by, I think, the fewest points through at least the last nine, uh, maybe more weeks. Um, and that is because the uh, Patriots defense gives a lot of ground between the 20s. Like, you can convert third down. You can get chunk yardage there. Uh, it's it's in the red zone when they tighten up. And, uh, like, yeah, last week the Jags were great in the red zone. Amazing. Against man. a different defense, but... They were good on third down, too. And they were great on third down. Like, there's a lane here for the, for, for the Jaguars if they can get in it to just fucking cruise past these Patriots. Yeah, and they're obviously going to run more anyway. That's got to be their game plan anyway. Absolutely. Even if the Pats were you're not, No, you're not getting Bortles into We thought that was the game plan against well, the Steelers. And, and he and came out and started. Well, he, how he well started Bortles the game, running more maybe, but. How he started the game, he, he was 3-for-3, three three and, and he mm. when he had to make throws, he made them. So, you know, it was a li- maybe it was That's... it was where everyone thought they would zig, they zagged, and, yeah. you know. I wouldn't put Bortles in a duel with Brady if I were their coaching staff, but like, they know more than I do, obviously. Well, th- to me, this is the essential thing. The Jags need to score first if to get that. St- like, how the Titans scored first. They scored mm. first, and it didn't matter. But I think if the if the Jags score first, it'll definitely matter this time, because their defense will, is already confident. It'll hype them up. But also, Blake Bortles isn't coming back on against anyone. See that Steelers game? They went up. They gave him a three touchdown lead and almost blew it. They have to get up ahead. They cannot play from behind against the Patriots. Yeah, I agree. Um, anything else, Eric, for the points of the Jags? Um, I was trying to look up the Patriots' defensive numbers by. Um like type of play for you uh, if okay. somebody wants to vamp. Oh, go ahead. Well, uh, I kind of mentioned this before, but the the Tom Coughlin thing, so maybe he had, I mean, he's beat Brady twice in the Super Bowl and, and Belichick obviously as well. So maybe he has some more insight. We can tell Marone or the team what to, to game plan for around yeah. it. The team's not so different than it was then on um, the Pats, so there could be something there. I don't really know how to quantify that, but... 
Uh, the Patriots, uh, I was correct, they are... DVOA hates them uh, on for both, but they are significantly better against quarterbacks than they were against the run. Meaning against the pass. So, okay, so... Yeah, sorry. Um, I just want to make sure that that's what that means. Um, In passing, yeah, on passing okay. plays. So, pass versus run. So, I mean, yeah, that, that's, that seems to play well into Jack's game plan anyway, yeah. like we've been saying. The blueprint is right there, and... Unless they fall behind, then the running game is abandoned. But do you think like always happens against I mean, if, if they fall way behind, but even if they just get down 7, 10, or 14 or something, I don't think they're going to abandon the run. Like they still. But it's like he just said, it always happens against yeah. the Patriots, where it seems that, I don't know, like people just, it's that Patriots magic. They're I keep so talking good about. at tricking you into doing right. the thing that you like, know you shouldn't do. Like it's like, like the Falcons last year, they knew they yep, should have yep, ran. Yep. They didn't run. <laughs> Can't take this, our foot off the pedal. We're playing well, right, Patriots. Right. Jacksonville. And, I, I think it's one of those things if if they're down fourteen to seven, let's say end of the second quarter or the second quarter is ending almost at almost at the half, they're like, Oh, we gotta pass, we gotta stick with them, we gotta score before the half's over and then they turn the ball over, and then Pats go and they score their field goal, touchdown, makes it twenty one set and then the game's over. I have no reason and to that, believe that that's that what happened. And that's why I, that's why or that's kinda how I see the game playing out where it's yeah. like I think I agree with him like it's just oh wow we have this false sense of hope false sense of confidence then they do something stupid and then that's it it's a wrap yeah they never have a shot to come back that's what I think is gonna happen I hope I'm wrong I really really hope I'm wrong I hope I'm jinxing the Patriots right. so you're definitely on the Pats circle them for you yeah I'm on the Pats do you guys realize the Patriots after this game will not have played a real game since that Steelers game which was... This might be a real game. How many games this, in between This five? might be a real game. Approximately, yeah. Because I think the Super Bowl, even if they play the Eagles and Foles, yeah. I think their defense... I go, I guess I really shit on the Jags, but the Eagles and the Vikings defense, I kind of I like them better than the Jags, yeah. believe it or not. Okay. I don't know why, but I, I just do. I think they're all fairly comparable. What Here's why I'm going to pick the Pets. The other than things we've said, like the, the main difference it's going to come down to for me is... I don't think it's going to be a blowout like the Pats over the Titans. I think it will be a closer than that. But turnovers, Jags need them. That's Their defense has been great all year. That's why I've been winning games. That's a big contribution on them beating the Steelers. I don't think they're able to get those turnovers against the Pats, unless maybe Brady's hand is more injured than we think, and he screws up. I don't think they're going to be able to get that separation that they would need through those turnovers. That's why I think they will ultimately lose to New England. So, um, I really, like, on paper, the Jaguars have a shot, and I want them to win, and I really want to pick them, but just a little um, aside to demonstrate how unfair the Patriots are, the Steelers have six rings, that is the most any franchise has, Tom Brady has five, currently, like, so within my lifetime, we're not talking, like, Tom Landry or um, the bald guy, Terry <laughs> yeah, uh, like we're not talking going back to the sixties, seventies, eighties with these Super Bowls. So uh, thousands, man. We're after I was ten years old, yeah. the Patriots have all have as many rings as the Cowboys have for their entire lifetime, and the uh, and, and the Forty ers and they could at the end of this season have as many as the Steelers. Again, going back their entire lifetime. It's so fucking unfair, uh, and they're going to win because um, the Empire always wins, and Star Wars is a lie. 
Yeah, I, uh, damn, I didn't even think about that ring shit. That's depressing. That's crazy. Uh, what happened to your Jags Vikings Super Bowl, motherfucker? Or no, no, doing, I really want that to happen. Uh, or you're doing, you're doing, I know what you're doing. You're doing that cowboy shit. Uh, we're all rooting for the Jags. Yeah, we all are. So, yeah, hopefully it happens. And that's why, uh, I think I mentioned this to you all pot as well, but you're when you're arguing for this Steelers-Pats mashup, Marv, to me, that's, just to me personally, no one I can root for there. Ultimately, I would root for the Pats over the Steelers because I just hate the Steelers so much, and I don't want them to win another ring. So, you can watch a game objectively. I know, but it's I, but it's not as fun One for can me. watch a game objectively, clearly. And I would watch it still, but it's not as fun for me when I have no one yeah. to root for, or it's like rooting for the I picked this someone bad guy game. versus the yeah. other bad guy. When when now I have a clear pers- a clear team to root for, good versus evil, you know, like Star Wars, or whatever you say, you want to root mm-hmm. for. Actually, no, I mean, like honestly, when it comes to TV and movies and stuff, I kind of like moral ambiguity and like the villain. Yeah, the villain, but not in sports. But not in sports. So I, I want it to be good. Versus I feel evil. you, and I'm just busting balls. I will tell you, like on a Wednesday night in the middle of the basketball season, if I'm just like watching Bucks Sixers, I will pick a team. Yeah, same. Let's fuck the Sixers. No, I think. Yeah. I- I think everyone, playoffs. everyone, everyone, you know, naturally tends to lean one way or the other. Yeah. But or even, you go even, in but, as a complete agnostic, and then in the middle of the then, game, something yeah. happens. You're like, "No, God!" Uh, and right. Then and then you, you're like, "Wow, okay, I didn't know. I was rooting for the, yeah. the fucking Seahawks the whole yeah. time." But yeah, that that's my point. Like, I, even even though it's it's two evils in Pats and Steelers. To me, it would just be more fun to watch because I don't think this game is going to be close. And that's my that was my reasoning towards it. Because I'm not a Steelers fan, even though I like their players. I like Antonio Brown. I like Lev Bell. I'm a fan of their players. So it's a little bit like the NBA, where in the NBA, it's like the Knicks don't go anywhere. So what do I root for? I root for players. So in the final, LeBron versus the Warriors, I like LeBron. I'm rooting mm-hmm. for that player. You know what I mean? So I think that's kind of where I am. Tom Brady is LeBron. I guess, yeah, he is, but I can't root for Tom Brady. So in this instance, that's kind of where I'm coming from, where I just think it would be better to watch, not necessarily a rooting thing. I I don't know. Yeah, I think think we understand that. Um, All right, so Vikings at Eagles. Um, I mean, talk me out of picking the Vikings. Is there any way? I mean, the Eagles defense defense was really good last week, and Atlanta's offense should be – like, at least in range to be as good as the Vikings, like, based on, like, a season's worth of evidence. Like, Vikings they have shut to down go outdoor. a pretty good... Uh, they shut the hell down out of uh, to, to Mangala Sennens. Mm-hmm. Um, that Atlanta, always want that Atlanta offense. Get. Yes. Um, um, yeah. So, in Philly on Sunday night... That's a... It's going to be 30... Oh, and temperature watch here? 37 degrees. That's balmy for Minnesota. It is. Uh, well, but they play in a dome, now, though. Yeah. They play in fair, a dome. Fair. They've always played in a dome. So while they are NFC North team, they're, so they're used to cold weather. It's still That's still not as cold as it was last week in Philly. Mm-hmm. And that, I think, played into a part as to why Atlanta was so sluggish as well, besides their terrible coaching. So, yeah. Um, I will say it's gonna they're be a not starting a backup left guard in Minnesota, uh, which is really uh, – like I'm, I'm just harping on it because it's the one thing I keyed in on and I need to feel like I'm a genius – but it is really the thing that, like, was most noticeable to me about, like, Philly's game plan and Atlanta's failures. Well, one thing week. I did notice, though, watching that game with the Vikings is a lot of their guys were dropping like flies. Like, Xavier Rhodes went out. Yep. Uh, the the safety whose name I'm not going to Sandejo. Gonna, uh, yep. Sandejo went out. Like, if that happens again, I think that, that just 
and the Eagles have it, you know, keep it close. Are those guys gonna play though? Or are they after? I think they're gonna play. There's if no Rhodes way. I don't play, think it. I don't think it was anything uh, as serious. So I think they will all play. But let's say something like that happens again. Yeah. Then you know I can see the Eagles having a shot, and I think they just have a shot because of their defense. Like, I, you know, the Vikings, their it's offense good. is decent, but I don't think. You know, I don't think it should scare well, the Eagles. They got to that fast start last week, and then they tailed off in the second half, obviously. Right. Um, what was the reason for that, necessarily? It might have been because of the injuries. Uh, you're talking about the Vikings, right? Yes. Yeah, it might have been because of the injuries and, and Breeze. But the injuries are on defense, not offense. Right, and that's why Breeze was able to... But, okay, but, but so the Saints came back, but why weren't the, why did the Vikings slow down on offense? Oh. Versus um, the Saints defense. I don't know. I just don't think their offense is that great. Is Sean Payton, unlike Jason Garrett, uh, is good at adjusting his game plan? Okay. When you, when he sees what you're actually showing him the day of? Um, well, yeah, I think they... I mean, they do have a balanced offense overall in terms of run pass, right? I mean, I wish they still had Cook, obviously, but that's yeah. long gone. They're I mean, playing with their third-string quarterback but, and running back. Yeah, yeah. But, but uh, that's crazy. What's his name? Is is I think he's pretty decent. Derek McKinnon. McKinnon, yeah. So I don't think he's really. And Murray. Third, Murray. Third. Murray's been scoring touchdowns yeah. left and right. Now stop. That uh, that's was it a sweep or a pitch? I don't I don't care. Uh, the the very first touchdown last week was kind of beautiful. It was like really nice to, to watch. What it was. The, just the way that it developed and like, they 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 tricked them. Like they just tricked the Saints. It was, it was a very pretty play. Mm-hmm. Well, do you think that maybe, you know, sometimes this happens. Uh, sometimes it, it, it could work either way. So the Vikings, they won on some fucking historical, in historical fashion. It was crazy. Do you think that leads them to being the team of destiny where there's no shot and they're just going to come out and roughhouse the Eagles? Or goes the opposite and they were so high that that was already their Super Bowl win and then they come out and just lay flat well for most so they've already used up all their luck right that, and that could happen I'm trying to think about the most teams like I think would be like if it was the Steelers for example and that happened to them last week I think they'd come out and house the, the whatever the equivalent of the Eagles would be in this case but Minnesota has an interesting kind of history of being tortured mm-hmm. and blowing in it so like a lot of people are saying this week that play like was Erased it, all of that? Kind of, yeah. Absolved it. But it could be a Minnesota thing to then just get blown out by Nick Foles the next right. week. Well, also something that I need to bring up right now because I'm unbearable. Uh, we as a sports culture just, like, really love stories. And, like, they tend to not – like, there is no evidence that, like, sports histories or sports city histories, like, dictates the outcome of a game. It, like, it just – it is possible that they had this. that like history erasing, like beautiful, <laughs> wonderful win that they'll be like referencing every postseason for for decades and decades, and also that they like win or lose this game for no reason. The Vikings were their fans, though, because that's what it is. You're right; it doesn't have anything to do with the players. They don't care. They don't give a shit. They're not fans of the Vikings. They just happen to be employed by them. Mm-hmm. The fans, though, no. In case when, did the chant, he's a fan now. When the Saints. We're driving there. You could hear a pin drop because they all knew yep, they yep, were yep, like, yep, "Well, yep. this is gonna end how everything always ends," and that's what I mean. Like, you know, and that kind of has plays into it and and affects maybe the psyche of your team because it's like, "Wow, these fans, the lights just went out." Like, what happened? You know? So, yeah, I don't know. Well, the thing is that they are on the road, so it's the, yeah, the Philly, and the, that's the what Eagles I was saying. Right? There, but the Eagles, the same thing. They probably have the same, but they probably have the same feeling. But at the same time, Eagles fans are probably like. We're not even supposed to be here. 
what are we, yeah. you know? By the way, um, when the when the the Eagles were last in the Eagles Super Bowl, were, fans would actually be fans of Freeway, so they wouldn't quote Jay Z directly. <laughs> Sorry, continue. When the Eagles were last in the Super Bowl, I saw this uh, against the Pats when they lost, obviously with Donovan and McNabb. To get there, they lo- they had beaten the Saints and the um, and the. Uh, the Vikings. Oh God! On the way to playing the wow. Pats, so history could literally God repeat it. itself. Here. Wow! Now, also to me, if I'm just looking at the f- what would be four potential ma- or three potential matchups, no four, right? Yeah, four potential matchups we could get for the Super Bowl. To me, Pats Eagles is the worst one we could get. I agree. So yeah. that almost makes me want to pick the Eagles. Being like, we're probably should we rank the matchups <laughs> based on enjoyability? Yeah, I mean, for me, it's Jags. Uh, Vikings would be Jags Vikings is number one with several bullets a yeah. bandolier then I'll go Pats Vikings then I will go Jags Eagles then I will go uh, Pats Eagles yeah that's correct yeah non-biases aside because personally like as far as what I want I want Jags Eagles one then I don't give a shit then I guess it would be uh, Vikings Jags and then you want Jags Eagles no, I said first. I want Jags Vikings first. So, so I I personally want Jags. Bias Eagles is first. not a side. Oh, bias, yeah, not a side. I'm yeah. this is my bias. You this is my don't bias want the Vikings pick. in the Super Bowl, right? My right. first pick is Jags Eagles, but I'm not even taking into account. I, then, I swear to God, like how much I hate the Eagles. I want like yeah. both scenarios where the Vikings get there. I agree more. with you, Eric. I want the Vikings. I want the Vikings. I think the best game overall is Vikings Pats, though. I, I think so. Because I think the Vikings can move the ball on them, and their defense, to me, is it may the, best, be right. the best one left. It may be right. The only reason I'm putting Jags Vikes over it's cause it is it's just because crazy. I yeah. can't be non-biased. Right. Yeah, because it would be more, you know, whatever it is. Um, all right, so I'm picking the Vikings. I think they're the better team. If Wentz was playing, obviously it would be completely different. Even if he was playing, though, I think there would still be a good case for the Vikings to win, mm-hmm. considering he's not, and we have Foles. Despite a couple injuries they might have, the momentum is there, like you're saying. They just got to take it on the road. They know what they need to do. Uh, I, I'll be surprised if they lose. Um, I'm going to go Eagles. I think the Vikings are going to blow it in the most Viking fashion possible. Could have right been, before the Super uh, Bowl, like they always do. Maybe like a missed field goal or something at the end. It's going to be close. It's going to be a, a low-scoring, close game, and the Vikings are going to blow it. So who's on the island, young, undefeated? Uh, I'm rocking with the Vikings. All right. Eagles Island, Marv, for the second-to-last game of the season. Wow, it's so sad. No, you still got the Pro Bowl. (laughs) Let's go NFC. Are they back to AFC versus NFC? Uh, I have no no idea. Yeah, I'm not fucking watching that. (laughs) No, no no one should. Um, Please don't. It's an... and if you're a betting person, certainly don't bet on that. That's the lowest. Of, no, I mean, uh, take the over. That's the most. Of, <laughs> <laughs> you always bet on the Pro Bowl. Take the over. What do they put the over at? Like, t- like t- <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. All right. Well, is there anything else you guys want to comment on before we get on out of here and watch the games in a few days? Is there anything big happening? Is there anything big happening in the NBA besides everyone getting Well, I'm not fights? happy right now because the Cavs are getting, uh, are, are can't win a game. So I'm You see that report where, like, people inside the Cavs locker room are worried that, like, this year they don't have it. Like, nah. oh, yeah, well, we'll just turn the, we'll just flip the switch in the playoffs and they're worried they don't have the switch now. Yeah, I've heard that. I, don't I heard that last that, year. But cause I heard LeBron, that the year before oh, that. If too. you have LeBron, you always have the switch. Yeah. He I mean, is this switch, is year yeah. four in Cleveland? Back yes, in Cleveland, is. yeah. 
Uh, didn't he get to four years in Miami before just, like, the team that he had built for them was just, like, too old and busted and couldn't hang? Well, they still win, were in the they went championship. They went to the finals then, yeah. I mean, that's all, that's all I'm counting on, that they'll be back. It was back. a much weaker East back then, though. Um, it was, like, the Pacers and then who at yeah, that time? Yeah, East a little bit better this year, but I, I still don't. Boston and Toronto were good as hell, man. Toronto. Yeah, but <laughs> no yeah, comment. I don't, <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, it's not the point of the. Ca- I mean, they they do this every year. The LeBron type of teams, anyway. Yeah, they really do. But so like, this is not the. And we're at that point in the year where I'm like, I don't even want to get, get into it right now. Fair. But well, I mean, is there any other hot NBA news? No, I'm just still watching Giannis highlights uh, as often as I can. He's well, you brought well, you know, I almost called him Lebronis. Yeah, the Greek freak. He, I see some, some big allusions to young Lebron, other than just the physical talent, how he has to play so much every game, put up all the the stats, uh, and his the. I mean, he, he has some better players than maybe the Cavs did back in the day, but still, like they don't. He has to do way more than he necessarily should, and they still yeah. lo- lo- won't. Not you know, they're still gonna. Well, like a popular. They still lose like, more games than they should. I don't know enough about NBA coaching, but like a, a popular sentiment is like well. Jason Kidd is a terrible so, fucking coach. He, he, yeah, so I don't know about abjectly terrible, but there's definitely things you can point to with him where he's screwing it. Oh, up. there's that one guy that always, like, occasionally, not always, uh, occasionally guests on the Bill Simmons podcast that like has set up a whole separate Twitter feed to bitch time. about uh, how bad Kidd is. Hmm. I don't know. I, I yeah, I don't know enough about NBA coaching to, to say Kidd. Well, with Kidd is like he. He, uh, at least what I've seen is the fans complaining, and in the games I've watched, I've noticed a little bit. His, his rotations are really bad. He leaves the wrong players in way too long mm-hmm. at, at bad times in the game. Well, I mean, he's, he, just he's not good with, at like, having a very long end. team out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that they can play that absurd defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever. Yeah, well, maybe. So. You know, they'll get rid of him and they'll go on the Warriors type of run where they get a coach yeah, and could be. you know their their whole young unit. Takes so they off. gotta pick up. They gotta hire Monta Ellis and then cut him uh, in the offseason. <laughs> Would it surprise you? Would it surprise me? Mm. Um, I mean, that's part of the blueprint. Yeah. Fire Monta Ellis. And you gotta hire someone who's a who's a, uh, a, a, a commentator right now. Mm-hmm. Right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Couldn't go with Mark Jackson though. No, uh, no, Jeff that would go to the reverse. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, they could. What if the, what if there's like a Gruden equivalent in the NBA of like some team just gives Van Gundy a ton of money to come back God. to to just complain about refs? Yeah. I think Van Gundy is the Gruden equivalent. <laughs> well, no, because he's not. Uh, he's still in the booth. He would be. That. I like Van Gundy personally. No, he's he's a much better commentator than. I no, that's what I mean. No, it'd be I, Reggie. It'd be Reggie Miller. Oh, yeah. yeah. I guess I don't like Reggie. Well, the, the other co- the, I don't like no, him as a commentator at all. He's he's very but the other the other component about the Kerr thing, I guess, was he was a GM at, at one point too. So mm-hmm. oh, I yeah. forgot about we that. We have to consider that as well. Um, yeah. So well, I don't know. Yeah, good well, talk, that's Chris. good NBA talk. I'm always excited for baseball season. Yeah, hell yeah. Not, not too much to talk about that. Not, yeah, nothing's happening, but I, it's almost here. Like spring training is less than thirty days away. So and Stripe Marv coming back soon. Yes, sir. All right, well, we'll be back maybe next week, probably two weeks from now, to uh, discuss... You don't want to do a Pro Bowl preview? Yeah, oh, I mean, we could we could get in the... I mean, hey, we could come back to, to the no, queue next week. We'll do more NBA talk. We could do... We, if you guys want a pod next week, we'll do it. But we'll de- what we'll definitely have in two weeks from now is a Super Bowl preview. 
We'll know what the matchup is. We'll cover every angle of it, guys. Every Woo. single angle. No stone left unturned. No page left unturned. No turn head left, left unturned. unturned. Yes, no head left unturned. Got it. But we're going <laughs> to get one young undefeated. But we're going to get turn ourselves out of here right now. And we're out. Enjoy the divisional round of the NFL. And peace.